Welcome to the Fire Church Podcast. Today we pray Holy Spirit will speak through this message and into your life right where you are. Thank you so much, Pastor Alex. Thank you, Fire Church. You can go ahead and take a seat. Such an honour to be with you here tonight. And I'm just so fired up by Pastor Alex and Jess. Does anyone love that you have incredible pastors that speak truth in love? They are not afraid of anything, no fear of man in this place. I'm inspired by you guys. I love you guys. And uh, I feel like I'm definitely amongst family here at Fire Church. It has been such an honour to minister the Word of God all day here today. I think uh, people watching online as well tonight as well. So if you're joining us online as well, it's great to have you with us. Super privileged to be sharing the Word of God. As I was in preparation for these services today, I just felt the Lord put it on my heart just to speak on the Holy Spirit all day. So I'm going to be sharing a different message tonight about the Holy Spirit. And then we would love to do a fire tunnel at the end. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know about you, but any time that I've walked through a fire tunnel, I know I've had incredible encounters with the power of God, the Holy Spirit. And I'm just believing that people are going to encounter God in a powerful way. I'm believing that people who are in need of healing are going to be healed as they walk through this tunnel. I believe that people are going to encounter the power and presence of God. And uh, I bring you love from my church, Numa Church in Melbourne as well. Um, your church, Pastor Ben Fitzgerald and Pastor Daniel Hagen, God has used in an incredible way to really spark revival in our church this year. And just over the last two months, we have seen God do incredible miracles. So uh, we've seen eight people healed from cancer over the last two months. Yes, praise God. And many people saved and set free. And God is moving in a powerful, powerful way. Uh, but I just felt as we get into the service tonight, I really felt to prophesy over someone. And I really wanted to share a word with Sarah. Um, does anyone love Sarah? Do you know Sarah? Yeah, a few of you. I think she's new. Uh, but but uh, you know, Shell, and I just love Sarah. I have had the opportunity over the last two days uh, just to spend some time with these beautiful women of God. And they were telling me they've just come back from Alice Springs and all of the incredible testimonies that they were sharing with me really just filled me with faith for what God is doing in our nation and what God wants to do through them. And so I would love it if we just reach out our hands to Sarah right now. I'd love to pray for her. Lord God, we just thank you for Sarah, Lord. We thank you for this marking moment, this marking season in her life where she has taken a step of radical obedience to move here, God. I thank you, God, that she has moved on the whisper of God, the whisper of your voice, God. And as she has chosen to be obedient, God, I thank you that you are faithful to her. God, I thank you that you are faithful to open the right doors at the right time. And God, as she has gone along on this ministry trip to Alice Springs, God, I thank you that you have sparked something on the inside of her, God, for a ministry that she will do there, Lord God. I thank you that your word to her tonight is there is a wide open door for her in Alice Springs, a wide open door for ministry, God. I just declare even right now, Lord God, that there would be an anointing on her to draw resource. I specifically declare an anointing to um, draw resource from all over the country, both financial 
financial resource and people resource. God, I thank You that she is gonna be someone who builds a ministry, God, that would bless that region, that would see revival come to that region. God, I thank You that she is gonna preach the Gospel to youth, to kids, and she is gonna see a revival amongst the young people break out in Alice Springs. God, thank You that we are gonna see the sick healed. We're gonna see the dead raised. Thank You, God, that we're gonna see people delivered. We're gonna see signs, wonders, miracles, people healed and saved through Sarah's ministry. And so God, we just give You all the praise. We give You all the glory. And we thank You for Your anointing and Your fire marking her in this moment tonight. In Jesus' mighty Name, everybody said... Amen. 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 Awesome. We love you, Sarah. You're awesome. And uh, really, I have so much expectation and faith in my heart for what God wants to do through you. I really believe you're a revivalist to the next generation. I just see all these young people just gathering around you and God using you in a powerful way out there. And so we bless you. We love you. Uh, I'm excited to share the word tonight. If you can turn in the Bible with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4 to 5. 1 Corinthians, some people already know what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4 to 5. This is one of my favourite verses as well. It says in this passage of Scripture, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. Amen. Do you know what? As we preach tonight, as we share around the Word tonight, my prayer is that our faith wouldn't rest in the wisdom of men, in our words, but our faith would rest in the demonstration of the power of God in this room tonight. I believe that God wants to demonstrate His power in our lives in a powerful way. God wants to move in this place in a powerful way. Do you know what? It was 28 years ago, I shared this morning, but for anyone who wasn't here this morning or anyone who's watching online, that 28 years ago, the power of God came and changed my family family's life in a radical, radical way. I was born into a Muslim family. My uh, dad was Muslim. My mum converted to Islam to marry my dad. And uh, we had a bit of a hectic upbringing uh, when I was a kid. And then my parents separated. And long story short, we had a neighbour who lived down the road from us who went to a Pentecostal church just like this one, who shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with our family. And my mum got radically saved, moved back in with my dad. My dad got radically saved. And we have just known Jesus and the power and the presence of God in a deep way ever since. And I'm so passionate about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Christ, because I believe that it is not just words, but it is the power to change and transform us and bring us into relationship with a God who loves us. Yeah, has anyone been saved and set free by Jesus in this room tonight? Yeah, let's give him a shout if you can testify to his goodness, to his grace to His freedom, to His love. There is nothing, nothing, nothing on this earth like the precious blood of Jesus that can save us and set us free. And so if you're in the room tonight or maybe you're watching online and you've never given your life to Jesus or maybe you have, you've walked away from Him, you would say tonight, Layla, if I was to die tonight, I genuinely, if I was to be honest with you, I don't know whether I would go to heaven or hell, then I would love to pray for you tonight. I would love to pray that you would invite Jesus into your life to be your Lord and Saviour. 
and start to live in relationship with a God who loves you and who's here for you. Amen. 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 So could you turn with me in the Bible to Matthew chapter 3 as well? I really want to base our message out of Matthew chapter 3 tonight. I won't preach too long. I really believe that God just wants to move in great power in this place. But Matthew chapter 3 and verse 11 says this, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Turn to the person next to you and say, fire, 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 fire. Maybe they'll fall out in their seat before the message even begins. The fire of God, the fire of God. He'll baptize us in the Holy Spirit and fire. Can we just pray? Holy Spirit, we thank you, God, that your presence is in this place tonight, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you. We just acknowledge your presence. We are so aware of your presence in this place, God. We're not in a hurry. We're not in a rush. God, I pray as John the Baptist prayed that I might decrease and you might increase, God. Come and speak like only you can speak. Come and move like only you can move. God, come and do what you want to do in this place. Come and take over. God, I pray that you would come and heal. Heal sick bodies in this place. God, if anyone is sick amongst us, your word says, let us call the elders, let us lay hands on them and the sick shall be healed. And God, we declare that the sick would be healed in this place tonight. Even people watching online who have stumbled across the online stream, God, who have said, hey, if this God is real, then why hasn't He healed me? God, right now I pray healing into their body right now in Jesus' Name. God, we rebuke the plans of the enemy and we ask for Your truth to come and set them free and heal them in this moment right now. We thank You, Lord, that every one of us tonight would encounter You in a powerful way. In Jesus' Name, everybody said, Amen, Amen, Amen. Awesome. So I want to share about the Holy Spirit tonight. I want to share three things that the Holy Spirit does in our lives when we encounter the Holy Spirit. A theologian named Wayne Grudem said this about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's role is to manifest, to make evident the active presence of God in the world and especially in the church. We know that when it comes to the Trinity, God, three in one, Father, Spirit and Son, we know that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the person of God who is on the earth right now, physically present with us. And you know what? As we invite Him into this room today, He is walking, He is talking, He is active with us, ready to manifest the presence of God Ready, ready to manifest the power of God, the love of God, the grace of God in this room today. The first thing that we see that the Holy Spirit does when we encounter Him and we encounter Jesus is that the Holy Spirit causes us to experience the presence of God. The Holy Spirit takes biblical concepts and He makes them experienced realities in our daily lives. He takes biblical concepts and makes them experience realities. This is why we can't do life without the Holy Spirit. We can't do Christianity without the Holy Spirit. He brings our Christianity to life. He takes that concept of the love of God 
And instead of us just knowing that the love of God exists, the Holy Spirit allows us to experience the love of God in our hearts. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 and verse 5, And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us. Why? Because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. Tonight, I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to come and fill our hearts with His love. He wants to fill our hearts with His joy. He wants to fill our hearts with His peace tonight. He wants us to know and experience God in a powerful way. You know, the way I like to explain the difference that the Holy Spirit makes in our lives in terms of experiencing God is the difference between a 2D movie and a 3D and 4D movie. I don't know if you've ever seen a 3D or 4D movie, uh, but it's different to a 2D movie. A 2D movie you're able to watch, but a 3D movie all of a sudden you're experiencing it in a different way. And a 4D movie is able to touch you. That sounds a bit freaky, but when you watch a 4D movie, I don't know, I've seen Shrek in 4D. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not going to no 4D movie. This sounds creepy as, especially not, you know, some crazy movie. I've seen Shrek, Shrek in 4D and it's the same characters. It's the same people. It's the same voices. It's the same storyline. But all of a sudden, the effect that the movie is able to have on you is completely different. The effect that it has on you physically, the effect that it has on you emotionally is completely completely different because it's taken you to a new dimension. Do you know what? In the same way, the Holy Spirit takes the Word of God to a new dimension in our lives. The effect that God is able to have on us is completely different because as we engage with the Holy Spirit, as we welcome the Holy Spirit, He is able to change and transform us into the image and likeness of Jesus. He's able to move and help us experience God in a whole new way. Do you know what? tonight I'm believing I've, I've been a Christian for probably around 28 years I'm 33 this year and uh, I've been a Christian for around 28 years and I've had many many encounters with the power of the Holy Spirit but every time I encounter him he does something fresh and he does something new I'm sure there's many people in this place tonight that can testify that every time we encounter the power of the Holy Spirit it's not same old same old he always has something new for us he's always doing something bringing life bringing hope bringing joy to us and so he has something new for us tonight that he wants to experience in our lives. He wants us to experience in our lives. The second thing that the Holy Spirit does is he causes us to receive the gifts of God. He causes us to receive the gifts of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 4 to 7 says, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord works in different ways and the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each one of us so that we may help one another. The Holy Spirit is the source of the gifts of God in our lives. And so when we come into fellowship with the Holy Spirit, when we encounter the Holy Spirit, 
He actually brings spiritual gifts for us to show and demonstrate the reality of God to the world around us and to our brothers and sisters at church. You know, I I had such a great time listening to all of the incredible testimonies about Alice Springs, just hearing about people being healed and set free by the demonstration of the power of God and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Has anyone in this room moved in any of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, healing or prophecy or miracles or faith? Amazing. You know what, tonight as you walk through the fire tunnel, one of the things that I want to pray for people is that you would receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that you would carry those gifts of words of knowledge and words of wisdom and miracles and signs and wonders would flow through your life. You know, I have a friend whose life was completely changed by a couple of guys who Uh, carried the gifts of the Spirit into his workplace. My friend, uh, his name's Adam, and he actually grew up as a Muslim as well. And he grew up in in, uh, Melbourne. And when he was about 15 years old, his parents split up and his life just started to spiral out of control. And he was just trying to figure out life. You know, he felt like everything was falling apart and he ended up just getting into alcohol, drugs, the party scene, started doing harder drugs, started doing ice and just getting out, partying every night, going to clubs and all this sort of stuff. And he got a job in airport security at Tullamarine Airport. And my friend Adam was working in airport security. And he had these two friends there who actually went to a church. And these two friends would reach out to him and share the gospel of Jesus with him. They would say, hey man, God loves you. He has a plan and purpose for your life. And tell him about Jesus and how he died on a cross to save my friend Adam. And my friend Adam is like, what is this about? Like, do you believe in in Santa Claus too? You know, it's just mocking them. I don't know if you've shared the gospel with people before and they've just mocked you, not wanted anything to do with it. That's what Adam was like. He didn't want anything to do with what they were talking about. And so my friend Adam just keeps going in his lifestyle of just sin and depravity and just, you know, he would be out on park benches sometimes at night. These two friends would go pick him up, bring him into work, just show the love of Jesus to him and demonstrate that love in a real practical way. And one day Adam was sort of just at the end of his rope And he said that, you know, he was in the car park at Melbourne uh, Tullamarine Airport and he just yells out to God. He just goes, God, if you're real, then prove it. (laughs) That's a dangerous prayer. That is a dangerous prayer for any non-Christian to pray. And he he prayed, God, prove it. And he did, I don't know if he really meant it. I don't know if he really thought much about it, but he walks into airport security that day. He walks into work that day. And as he's at work... People are going through security. He's not really thinking much about the prayer that he prayed that morning. And someone comes through airport security and just looks at my friend in the eyes and says, Hey, ma'am, you don't know me, but I'm a Christian. I know Jesus. And I felt that God wanted to share with you that he loves you and has a plan for your life. Isn't that incredible? Amazing. My friend Adam is like, what the heck is this? Like, had no idea what was going on. And I just want to encourage you, if God gives you a word like that, if God uses you, gives you a word of knowledge, a prophetic word for someone, please step out. Please be bold. Please share it with them. You never know what is the on the other side of your yes. You never know what life could be changed on the other side of your obedience. 
And so another person walked through an hour or so later. Someone came through airport security again, a different person just going about their day. They looked at my friend Adam and they said this time this person, completely different person said, hey man, you don't know me, I'm a Christian. I felt like God wanted to tell you that he heard the prayer that you prayed this morning and he wants you to know that he's real, he loves you, he has a plan for your life. My friend Adam, he yells out to the other guys. He's like, oi, take me to the priest. I want to become a Christian. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Take me to the priest. And my friend Adam now, he is a pastor in New Zealand. He has seen thousands of people come to know Jesus as their Lord and Saviour all because of some people who carried the gifts of the Holy Spirit, who were bold to step out and show and demonstrate the love of Jesus to a lost and broken man, a man who desperately needed to encounter God in a real way. And I want to encourage us tonight as we receive the power of the Holy Spirit, as we encounter God in this fire tunnel, let's truly believe that God is going to deposit something in us, a gift of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, to go out and demonstrate the reality of God to our world this week so that they can be changed and transformed by the reality of Jesus Christ. The third and final thing that I want to share, maybe if the worship team could join me tonight on the stage uh, just before we move into the next part of our service. The third thing that we see that the Holy Spirit does when we encounter Him, He actually causes us not just to encounter the power of God in that moment, but to carry the power of God for a lifetime. God wants us to carry the power of God. I love what the Bible says in John chapter 14 and verse 12. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I've been doing. And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Jesus said that we would do greater works. Jesus said that we would do greater things. You know what, it's sort of like the way that we could explain it is like the difference between dial-up internet and Wi-Fi. I don't know if anyone had dial-up internet. I remember having dial-up internet back in the, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s, something like that. Yeah, it was a great time, hey? (laughs) Dial-up internet and you had one computer in one part of the house and you could access the world wide web in that one place at one time. But now that we have Wi-Fi, anyone and everyone can sync up to the World Wide Web wherever they are, as long as there is access, as long as there is Wi-Fi in that place and multiple people at multiple times and multiple locations can connect. Do you know what? In the same way as Jesus, God Himself was walking and talking and ministering and saving and setting people free. He was one person in one place, in one location at one time. But when Jesus said, I will go to the Father, He said, I will send you a helper. I will send you the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit takes the power of Jesus and puts Him on Wi-Fi so that everyone in the church, everyone who believes, everyone who carries the power of the Holy Spirit can take the power of Jesus, the reality of Jesus, the power of Jesus to the world around us. He causes us to carry the power of God. You guys can start playing if that's all right. No, I was just going about my day uh, a couple of months ago. I think it was two months ago. And uh, I just got up, did what I normally do. It was just every other, like every other day, Wednesday morning, 
I got up, I did what I do in the morning, I have a cup of tea and I had, you know, a berry smoothie. And I spent some time in the presence of God. I spent some time encountering God, just reading my Bible and worshipping and praying and seeking the Lord. But it was just like every other day. It was a normal day for me. And that day I actually had an appointment to see my dentist. So probably not the best day, probably not the most fun day planned. Uh, I don't know if anyone else hates going to the dentist. Maybe you love going to the dentist. Maybe it's a wild adventure for you. I don't love going to the dentist. And so it wasn't, you know, the greatest day that I had planned. And so I went to my dentist. I live in Geelong and my dentist is about five minutes drive from me. So I went to this dentist. It was a brand new dentist. I just moved back to Geelong from Adelaide. And so I'd never met this guy before. And so I'm lying in the dentist chair this day and I didn't really expect anything to happen, you know. I I really didn't expect much to sort of come from our conversation. I wasn't really out to, you know, like go and heal him and save him and transform his life. I wasn't going out to like preach the gospel, but I was open and I'd encountered God. And I know that as we encounter the presence of God, He calls us to carry the power of God everywhere that we go. We're ministers, we're instruments of whatever He wants to do. And so as I'm lying in the dentist chair, this dentist, he starts asking me about my PhD. And he's like, so what's your PhD on? And I'm like, oh, I'm glad you asked. It's about church. It's about God. It's about theology. And I'm trying to put it in terms that a non-Christian would understand. And I'm like, it's all looking at the early church and how God moved through the church. And, and he's like, interesting, interesting. And he's talking to me and he's like, so do you go to church? And I was like, yes, I'm a pastor and I preach the gospel. And I'm sort of sitting there, but obviously he's got his hands in my mouth. And I'm like, yeah, I go to church. It's great. You know, you're trying to share, trying to share with him the love of Jesus. I'm like, God, could you have done this at another time? Like, could I have seen him at the coffee shop or something? So I'm trying to explain to him about God and Jesus. And we're just talking. And he just kept asking me all these questions about God and about church. And he asked me, what church do you go to? Now, we're in Geelong. My church is in Richmond. So it's about an hour and 15 minutes away from where we were at that time. And I said, oh, I go to Numa Church. It's in Richmond in Melbourne. And he said, Numa Church, is that like just off Bridge Road? I was like, yeah, it is actually. It's just off Bridge Road. And he's like, no way. On Sunday, it's Wednesday, on Sunday, me and my friend, we wanted to get a barn me from Bridge Road. And so we walked down Griffith Street past that church and we looked in the window and we were trying to work out what's a Numa? What's this about? What, what are they doing in there? And he's like, we went and we got our barn me. Do you think it's a coincidence that we walked past that church? And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't think it's a coincidence. He was like, I actually live just a suburb over from Numa. I, I live a suburb away. We're in Geelong. He works in Geelong, but he lives a suburb away from my church. And he says to me, I'm, I'm still in the dentist chair. I'm like blown away by what God's doing. The presence of God is filling that, that surgery. And, and he says to me, before I even had a chance to invite him, he said, do you reckon I could come to your church sometime? I'm like, let me think about it. Um, Yes, you can definitely come. You can absolutely come. I was flying out to America on Saturday that week 
And I said, if you want to come to church, make sure you message me. I'll make sure that there are friends. My friends will look after you and they'll find you a seat and and we would love to have you. We would love to host you. So I get a message. I'm in transit somewhere near America. I, I get a message from this guy from my dentist. He says, hi, Layla. I wanted to let you know that I've decided to go to your night service at Numa Church. I'm about to rock up. It's about 15 minutes away and I'm about to rock up to the service. I was like, amazing, texting all my friends like, you better pray for him. You better like see him saved and healed and delivered and set free and look after this guy. He's my dentist. He's never, you know, been to our church before. So he comes And in that service, God just radically shakes His life. God moves in His world. He gives His life to Jesus. He surrenders His heart to God. He surrenders His life to Jesus. And you know what? Even to this day, so that was a few months ago, He's joined a life group in our church. He messaged me just yesterday and He said, Layla, thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much for sharing the Gospel with me. Thank you so much for inviting me to church. I was like, man, I didn't do anything. You invited yourself to church. Like you are the one. It's God who has reached into your world. God set up this divine appointment. God set up this guy to encounter Him just through us carrying the power and the presence of God everywhere that we go. God can move in people's lives in such a way that it would turn their whole world upside down. Do you know what? I see my friend, my dentist. I introduce him to all my friends at at church as my dentist. He's like, you don't have to call me my dentist anymore. I can just be your friend. I'm like, okay, no worries. I'll call you my friend. But I saw him Wednesday night. He was in our our prayer meeting, he was praying over our senior pastors. I see him Sunday mornings, tears rolling down his face as he's encountering the love of the Father and saying, that message just wrecked me. I've never known God as my Father before. I believe that God wants to change and transform people's lives. I believe that the power of Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Father and His love can absolutely reach into people's worlds and change their lives forever. I believe that a lost and dying and broken world needs what we carry. And I believe that when we make space, when we make room in our lives to encounter the power and the presence of God, just like we're gonna do tonight in, in our fire tunnel. I believe it's not just a game. It's not just a holy you know, thing that we do on a, on a Sunday night. It's actually the power that is gonna change and transform the world. It's actually the tool that Jesus has given us to go out and show a lost and dying world that Jesus is real, the reality of God. We are witnesses who carry evidence who carry evidence that God is real. And so just with every head bowed and every eye closed in this room tonight, before we do anything else, there is something vitally important that we need to do in this service. And that is to give any person, any person who doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Saviour, the opportunity to encounter Him tonight, to invite Him into your heart, to know what it is to have your sins forgiven, washed away, and to be in relationship with the God who loves you, 
who cares for you and has a plan and a purpose for your life. Just as every head is bowed and every eye is closed in this room tonight, and maybe you're watching online, if you would say, Layla, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and Saviour, or maybe I once did, I walked away, and tonight I know I need to make a recommitment to Him, then on the count of three, I would love for you to lift up your hand and us as a church, we're gonna pray with you, we're gonna pray for you, and we're gonna believe that God is gonna absolutely rock your world tonight by the power of Jesus Christ. One, two, three. If that's you, lift up your hand right now. If you wanna make Jesus the Lord and Saviour of your life. If you're in this room today, awesome, awesome. This young man of God, I don't know what's going on here, but do you wanna make Jesus the Lord and Saviour of your life tonight, sir? Yeah, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, we just pray. We pray for this precious Son, this precious Son of Yours, Lord God. I thank You, God, that as He's poured that water on His head, Lord, it is a picture of Your cleansing blood that is flowing all over Him right now, Lord God. Your blood that has the power to save Him and heal Him and set Him free, God. I thank You, Lord, as He's broken before You, God. I thank You that You are gonna heal Him and restore Him. God, You're gonna set Him free, God. I thank You, Holy Spirit. Spirit right now, right now, Lord, right now, Lord God, that as He gives His life to you, He will never, ever, ever, ever be the same again. Thank You, Lord Jesus, for Your precious Son, Your precious Son, God, Your precious Son. Oh, church, could we join in this prayer? If there's anyone else in this room or you're joining us online, could you pray this prayer with us, this prayer of salvation? Dear Lord Jesus, Tonight, I thank You for dying on a cross to save me from my sin. Yes, Lord, Jesus. I ask You to forgive me for everything that I've ever done and everything that I'll ever do. Jesus, tonight, I declare that I am a son of God. I declare that I am filled with the Holy Spirit and I am on my way to heaven. I give you all the praise and all the glory. I make you the Lord of my life. In Jesus' Name, Amen, Amen, Amen. Can we give God some praise for this precious man of God and anybody else? who's given their life to Jesus tonight. Lord God, we love You. Jesus, we thank You, Lord, for changing lives, for healing lives, for healing broken hearts, for saving, for setting people free. God, if there's anyone in this room tonight who is battling with oppression or addiction or any demonic thing, God, right now we rebuke it in the Name of Jesus. Thank You, Jesus, that You were made manifest to destroy the works of the enemy. And God, we just declare that the works of the enemy would be destroyed, 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 destroyed in hearts and lives and minds in this place tonight, Lord Jesus. We thank You, Holy Spirit, for what You wanna do. For anyone online as well, if you've given your life to Jesus, I'm sure that the fire team will help you uh, get started in your relationship with Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Can we stand to our feet right now? 
if there's anyone else, anyone else in the room who wanted to give their life to Jesus and you haven't joined my friend here at the front, could you just join us at the front? If there's anyone else in the room, you wanna give your life to Jesus tonight, you prayed that prayer, you meant it from your heart. If there's anyone else, we wanna just give you the opportunity to come. Could you turn to the person next to you and say, hey, if you wanna go, I'll come with you. If you want me to come with you, could you turn to the person next to you, ask them, hey, if, if you prayed that prayer, you wanna go, you can come down the front. Pastor Alex is gonna lead you guys and he's gonna take you uh, just into the other room. And uh, do you wanna say something, Pastor Alex? Was there anyone else that prayed that prayer from their heart? And uh, you know, you, you really wanna cement that prayer tonight? Now's the time. Really, uh, we, we do this to connect you uh, with, with, with the church and, and help you in your walk. You're not in this alone. You know, Layla's friend, Adam, to go from hearing about God to then becoming a disciple. Jesus has asked us to become disciples, wholehearted followers of Him. And know that there, there is a church family that loves you and would love to meet you. So one more time, just ask the neighbour, just say, would you, do you want to come down to the front? Because I'll go with you. Just be brave right now. Let's be bold. Let's be evangelists in this place. I can see people asking very good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Well, come see me afterwards. And uh, if you have any questions about that, please let us know. But we're going to get to a fire tunnel right now. Awesome. Yeah. So if we could uh, have the worship team, they're going to lead us in worship in just a moment. If we can have uh, the pastoral team and leaders, um, if you can join us at the front, anyone who's uh, on the pastoral team or leadership team, we're going to make a bit of a tunnel here. And we would love to pray for anyone who wants to encounter the Holy Spirit tonight. You want to encounter God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you for joining us today. To learn more about Fire Church, head to our website, firechurch.com.au. And don't forget to connect with us on social media, on Instagram, fire.church, Facebook, Fire Church, and YouTube, Fire Church TV. Have a blessed week.